Iconic companies have asked us to think differently, and iconic people have told us we cannot solve our problems with the same thinking we used when we created them. CLD Stories and Lessons offers unique perspectives into common encounters, where we believe it is only through imagination and purpose-driven curiosity that we can adjust our thinking and create a new reality. The question is: I'm trying to launch a healthcare business in China. What can I do to improve my communications and relationship with suppliers and doctors? And what is the best approach for someone like me? Yeah. So I guess I mean we don't. I don't know. We don't really want to get into strategy. This is. I mean, there's a lot of strategy when you want to position yourself against local companies, especially in healthcare, because you know even if you're addressing the local market, there could be perceptions. That you get a higher quality of healthcare from a foreign company versus local company, even though that might not be true. So the way that you position yourself and the way that you work with hospitals and you work with doctors, obviously, is really important. If you know one of the challenges that you're going to have, Albert, is because you are Chinese, even though you're not from mainland China.、Uh, one of the challenges that you're going to have is.、Um, You're not going to be given the same amount of goodwill, kind of like as a foreigner. So if if somebody from America or Europe comes in and they have blonde hair and blue eyes, the Chinese will expect that they are foreigners. So they shouldn't understand our culture. They shouldn't understand how we like to do things, right?、Uh, you that's being, that. That's exactly.、It. That's how I feel. You you got it. You know, spot on. Right. One way, you know, I behave more like a, you know, you know, I behave a lot more like an American than、right. Hong Kongese or, or Chinese. And there, sometimes, you know, I mean, I could feel that, you know, there's a little strange or maybe, you know, a cryptic message behind the message. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. No, that's it. So yeah, like I said,、um, that is that is the level, you know. I don't know if you watched the first webinar, but that's really what we talk about the the essential soft skills. One is self awareness. Okay, so self awareness means in your case, you have to understand that you speak Mandarin Chinese with a Cantonese accent.、Uh, your mindset is more Westernized than it is Chinese, so you don't share a similar set of values. But your blood is Chinese, so people have a different expectation of you. Right, so when you're aware of all of these things, then what you have to do is then you can kind of so that's the that's one way. Okay, that's the awareness. So you this is how you are perceived before you even open your mouth by people in China. Now the other side of that coin is: Are you empathetic to what the Chinese people value and what they care about? So, for example, doctors. Or or channel partners, or suppliers, or or whatever.、Uh, I don't know if you have that insight, and I don't know what local partners you have in China that are helping you work with that. But the key is to really spend more mental effort on those two aspects. One is the self awareness, the things that we just talked about, where you're kind of feeling cryptic messages because. Well, you are "quote unquote" you're Chinese by ethnicity, but you don't speak Mandarin without 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 a Cantonese accent, 
and your values are different. So the things that you say reflect more of a Western ideology or mindset than a Chinese one. And how do you overcome that? Right, that's really important. And then uh, if you have local partners, like especially channel partners. So channel partners, um, you have an advantage when you're dealing with channel partners. If you've already have channel partners that are assigned to work with you, uh, those that is your greatest area to find insights into the local market. Okay, because the what you're going to discover is your channel partners are constantly going to be explaining to you what works and what doesn't work. They're constantly going to be explaining to you when you talk to Chinese doctors, you need to do this. Some of it may even feel like it's corrupt. I don't know. But uh, they're going to be explaining to you that in order to get these doctors to refer their patients to you, you need to do this, you need to do this. If you can't do this as a foreign company, then we need to figure out how to empower a third party to do that. When, when the channel partners are talking to you that way, that's a good thing. That's not a bad thing. So the first mm -hmm. thing that you need to, the first thing you need to adjust is you don't want to be judgmental. Like if that's not something you would do in the United States or in Hong Kong because it's corrupt or it's unethical, you just have to put that out of your mind. Okay. Mm -hmm. What what is morally correct, or what is morally or what is ethical outside of China? Once you go into China, that's all irrelevant. Okay. Mm -hmm. Your goal your goal isn't to condone unethical behavior. Your goal is to understand what are the triggers in order to facilitate getting your service to the end user. And there are a lot of gatekeepers in between. There could be hospitals, there could be doctors, there could be other channel partners. Working with that in China is extremely, extremely complex because that you know the the normal doctor salary for unless it's unless it's kind of like a Parkway or a United Healthcare where they have foreign doctors, the the, the normal doctor salary is actually not that high. Doctors are not paid like doctors in America are, where they're you know, kind of in the high echelon. So you have to understand that in context and, and, and just understand that doctors are people too. And based on the Chinese, when I say Chinese, I'm talking about mainland Chinese, based on the Chinese guoqing or business cultural context, they're going to be expecting something in return. Even if your service is genuinely good for saving people's lives and helping people live higher qualities of lives, even that if that is true, the people who are the gatekeepers, they expect something in return. Now, giving them something in return doesn't have to necessarily be money, but you have to try to be creative in the ways that you figure out how can you get them to support you whether it's empowering your channel partners to do something, empowering your channel partners to develop more closer guanxi relationships, or you yourself developing those relationships. And, and the only thing that I can say for you, without knowing you, without knowing the situation, without knowing the people that you're working with, is just to be more humble. Mm. To be humble and to be low-key 
to allow others to kind of speak. If you have other people who are accompanying you, uh, ask a lot of questions, you know, even just kind of act confused or act like you don't know, and that's fine. Uh, somebody who appears to kind of have all the answers isn't necessarily somebody who can break down that barrier in order to develop closer guanxi relationships.